What do you think, babe? You want to help us refocus tonight? Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Hi. Good evening. Um, welcome. It is... What's the day of the week? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's not important. It's today. And um, we're, we're gone for a couple of days, but wanted to kind of get back with y'all and, and share a thought for today. And um, so I have here this roll of toilet paper. And I was thinking about toilet paper lately because toilet paper has become a hot commodity. True. In the midst of everything going on, people are like, I gotta get some toilet paper. And I gotta buy not just enough toilet paper for my family, I gotta have all the toilet paper. Like, you gotta at least ask the question, like, how much are these people going to the bathroom? Right. Like, but everyone rushed to the stores and cleaned out the Targets and Walmarts of all the toilet paper uh, because they felt the quickest way to a solution, the, the fastest way to security in the realm of taking care of business um, was to hoard everything for themselves. Unbelievable. And then people go in the store who need a package of toilet paper just to get them through the couple of weeks. Right, There's truly. nothing there. Yeah. And so I was thinking about that situation and um, earlier, well, last year in November, I preached a, a message with uh, Christ Place Van Doren campus um, called Where was it? The Content of Contentment. And it's, it's where Paul is writing this letter to the church in Philippi. And essentially, he's um, he's writing to them, and, and we we kind of get from him the, the keys of contentment, and and I think one of the one of the key features of that um, he talks about here. So I wanted to read it to you and to our, our family here with us. From? So this is the book of Philippians, and we are in where did you go? Uh, chapter two, okay. and I'll I'll read a little ahead, and I'll focus here but says if then if there is any encouragement in Christ mm. if any consolation of love if any fellowship with the spirit if any affection and mercy mm. fulfill my joy by thinking the same way having the same love sharing the same feelings focusing on one goal someone said amen <laughs> good job buddy, good job, buddy. Um, do nothing out of rivalry hey. or conceit but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves Everyone should look not only for his own interests, mm, mm, mm. but also for the interests of others. Amen. Amen. And so that's where I'd like to focus Amen. tonight's Amen. discussion is on that last couple of verses. Do nothing out of rivalry or conceit, mm, mm, but in mm. humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Does anything else actually need to be said, though? Because like, mm. that is... Right? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Could we end the video? And <laughs> she does this sometimes. And so, you know, as, as I look at this, one of the things I'm reminded is that um, we live in a very individualistic society, right? Um, and Shannon, how would you just describe an individualistic like culture for like, how would you describe mm -hmm. that? An individualistic culture is going to have features like, um, values the individual mm -hmm. you know individuals are all special 
valued. Um, it is not as expected to um, go with what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. The individual is really um, the focus. Mm -hmm. In a collectivistic culture, it is the collective mm -hmm. that is um, the focus. Mm -hmm. And so um, you'll find features like sharing, um, well, that's not the simplistic, <laughs> um, but um, just sharing life, um, focusing on the greater good mm -hmm. rather than um, the individual mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. good or the individual um, inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Now the hard thing is individualistic, collectivistic, there's, there's um, we're not saying that one is is bad over the other, but mm -hmm. essentially it's a different value system in our culture is, is highly individualistic. And yeah. so I on think, the spectrum, on the spectrum. And so I think the way that plays out um, is, is we are often, um, we, we want to be independent. Um, we don't want to depend on anyone to help support us. So we want to achieve wealth. We want to um, be able to support our family and take care of our family first. And so in a situation like we're in now, I think it's very easy to come to this place where you you feel like you have to address your needs first. Because if no one's looking out for you, how are you going to get yours? If if you're um, who's gonna who's gonna care for you if you're not caring for yourself? And I think in some context that's wise, right? Like if you're on an airplane, they say those masks drop. You put your mask on first, then help someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think this one is a little bit countercultural, in a sense, because Paul wanted wanted the church there to experience harmony and unity, um, and they he wanted them to experience that in in their midst because they too would be experiencing opposition as the church in the area, and so he tells them to imitate imitate Christ in his humility and in mm. his care for others. And so I was thinking about that for this time and, and what the implications of that are. And, you know, simple illustration of the toilet paper. Um, think about how much more effective it would be if people went and got enough for what they would need for two weeks, maybe a little bit more, and, and didn't clean the shelves off and hoard a ton of supplies for themselves. Um, but there was enough for everyone to get something that they needed for the time being. I mean, that goes for masks and gloves, too. Yeah, yeah. goes for staying inside yeah. when you know you're not feeling well. Yeah. And so, you know, for us, uh, we were down, down to a few rolls, and um, a friend of ours came in and brought a, a package of uh, toilet Shout paper out, for us. And so that blessed Appreciate my heart um, because someone had take took the time to consider to say, you know what? Here you go. Um, and so I think there's just value in, in when we focus, um, to not get so focused and, and boggled down by what we think we need and that that's the key to, to getting out of this and overcoming this, but understanding that, you know, we've heard the phrase, we say that at, this at crisis all the time, like we are better together. Um, and it feels like an oxymoron because we're in the social distancing but when we act and we behave in ways, then we're not only thinking about our, our own individual interests, but the collective interests, I think, that will make different decisions, um, but I think will ultimately be better for the greater good. Well, I mean, I think it's important just to note that needs are important. Mm -hmm. 
needs are important. But what is difficult is when my need directly impacts your need and I don't care mm -hmm. about it. And I'm not going to I'm not going to take the time to address your need because I'm only focused on my own. Mm -hmm. And that is the problem. Because of course we all need stuff. Like we all need to be healthy. We all need toilet paper. Toilet right? paper. Um, Unless you have a bidet. In which case you don't. Um, but when my need affects your need and what you can have or not have, and I know I'm not concerned about that, I don't care about that, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the attitude and the heart posture that um, we need to address, mm -hmm. truly. Mm -hmm. So I guess in this refocus, I would, would challenge us um, to refocus and to allow ourselves to be aware of the fact that we are, are part of a bigger picture here. And yes, we can acknowledge our needs. We can acknowledge um, the areas where we feel lost and we can do what we need to. It's, it's wise to make provisions for your family um, mm -hmm. so that you can be in a position to help others and mm -hmm. to, to do what you need to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but then also consider um, how that fits into the whole. Yeah. I think a question that could be asked is, is anything I'm doing taking away mm. from anything someone else needs? And you think about it and you think about the needs, you think about the doctors and the nurses and the children and the young adults who may be kind of caught in the gap, like, You really need a new patio right now. All right, whatever. Someone sure. Just okay. putting a new patio on there. The other thing we just have to remember is that what I do affects you. What you do affects me. Mm -hmm. What we do affects someone else. You know, it just it's this ripple effect of um, influence. So. So be aware and willing and humble like Jesus. And so that's our refocus challenge for us and uh, for anyone out there today who might be listening. And uh, yeah, praying for you. Pray for us. I'm sure there's a lot going on in everyone's lives, even outside of. Um, because meanwhile, while we're working through quarantine and everything happening, COVID life is still happening for people. Mm -hmm. um, people are still catching the flu and people are still having, having babies having babies, and, and family members that are dealing with other things. And so life yeah, is still, life's still happening. happening. So be encouraged. Don't yeah. be selfish. <laughs>